Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, Sylvia. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm very good today. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to have a very interesting conversation, informative, about adoption. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are interested and curious about it, like to know how it is to hear from someone who has been through it, like you, Veronique. And Mm -hmm. I have friends in Brazil as well who actually would would love to know about all that because I have a friend who is mm-hmm. going through, like she's on the wait list there yeah. for the longest time, the longest time. So would you like to start like talking about yeah. it? Yeah. Tell yeah, me so, the journey. I don't, yeah. It's a long journey. It's a big topic. So I hope we're going to have time to do everything today. But mm-hmm. basically uh, in America, there's several ways to adopt. Uh, so you can do the private adoption when uh, a birth mother is going to choose you. You mm-hmm. can do um, the um, government adoption when you go through foster care and you do foster to adopt. So it means that the the kid uh, is already in foster care because the parents have issue. And so you come to your house for at least a year. And after, after a year, you can, if the mom or the dad or any f- other families cannot um, take care of the kid, you can request, uh, for you can, you can ask for an adoption. So basically, mm, takes after a year. So that's um, for start to adopt, and that's actually free, because you, and actually you're getting paid by the government to take care of the of the you know of the of the kid, uh-huh. of the child. So uh, that would be something maybe a route that some people would like to do because adopting, doing a private adoption is really expensive, and mm-hmm. um, which can be private uh, private adoption in America or even uh, abroad. Some people also want to, um, you know, they want to adopt abroad and this is even more expensive. Ah. So when we start, yeah. So when we started this journey with Pascal, we wanted to, um, I wanted a kid from the Caribbean. So I was thinking about Haiti, but it was really complicated. It was, and also it was also during the pandemic and Haiti changed all the rules and and they were asking for you to, uh, wait for a year, almost two years to have a baby and you had to come to Haiti several times and um, know the baby over there. And we're like, no, we cannot do that. Mm. So we just turned to private adoption. And when you do private adoption, it's uh, so it's kind of costly. So uh, for people who are interested about that, um, check with your job because a lot of companies actually I guess not only in the barrier, but a lot of company offers uh, as a um, um, what do you call that? Benefit. Bonus. Benefit. My God, yeah. A lot of uh, company as a benefit, um, they offer to help for mm-hmm. the adoption uh, cost, and uh, so we had that help, which was really really good because it can be it can add up after a while. It can add yeah. up. Yeah. So I would also recommend to get, of course, a legit ad, uh, adoption uh, um, agency. Uh, 
which you can find uh, in the California uh, board. So you just go mm-hmm. online, and this is how I find mine, California board, and they have all the list of the uh, license agency. Be careful who you, you know who you choose, and also yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> could be you know something mm-hmm. you know. I'm not really some people could not be regular like I don't know, like private lawyers or you know thing like that. And also the uh, the company of my husband, they also had a list that they could give you. So that's what we did. And actually, so when you do private, so what we did uh, when you do private uh, adoption is like. At the beginning, it's like a dating uh, uh, thing because you have to do a profile for somebody mm-hmm. to choose you. And they tell you, it can take two weeks or it can take two years. You never know. You know, you have to be chosen. So you have to take right. a nice picture. You have to write, you know, profile, what you do, if you already have kids, if you have a dog. If you have a dog, you know, um, uh, uh, birth mother, they really like <laughs> people uh-huh. with uh, you know, dogs and no nice families, so the dog can Testimonials can too, right? Testimonials <laughs> or like uh, letters yes. from friends? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more for the agency because, ah, okay. of course, the agency is going to do a background check oh, on you. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And they check. When I tell you they check everything, they check. They even check my mom. What about my mom, my dad, my brother? They check everything. You know, they go down. They go up a generation to be sure. Oh, you have to do your fingerprint. You have to do a lot of things. Uh, your criminal, if you have any criminal case, you know, any everything. Mm-hmm. So they will check you out. And you have to also do a medical uh, um, exactly. uh, report. Like a, medical report. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter, because we have a daughter, so she also, we need a letter from her teacher. And the teacher had to say, you know, if she was a good student, if she was, you know, like, not like not a bully, if she was a good person, right? Uh, and also a medical uh, report on her. So mm-hmm. you check from uh, head to toe. <laughs> Looks like it, yeah. To be perfect. Yeah. And they also do the same thing with the birth mother. What they do, they check her, you know, her medical record, everything. They cannot really check if the whole story, what she says is true because they're not going to... They do. A, a, they try also not to introduce you to a birth mother too early, because something you have to know. Also, you're gonna have to take care of her, because mm-hmm. most of the birth mother, of, of course, are issues, have issues, and most of them are either homeless or either on drugs or they're in trouble. Okay, they yeah. don't, they're not gonna place a child if, if you're okay, right? So you're gonna yeah. have to take care of them maybe for the rent, give money for the rent, the food. Or uh, anything they need, you know, a phone or anything like that. So they try not to introduce you a birth mother maybe at five, six months, because first of all she can change her mind, of mm-hmm. course, and you don't, you don't really have also take care of her for for five, six months also. So right. um, we so we started the whole process and everything went fine, and we went on vacation because we would. Our, our case wasn't really all done. We still had paperwork to do. So we're like, okay, we're going on vacation. We went to France during the pandemic. And <laughs> as soon as we arrived in France, we just uh, we just arrived in France, go to bed, following day we had a phone call, hey, we have a baby for you. I was like, oh my God. Are they for real? And I told them, I will not, won't be available for a month. So then like, okay, see, if you want to be introduced to this lady because your profile match. You're going to have to come back right away because she's due in two weeks. 
And I'm like, oh, I can't. <laughs> that was a hard decision. That was a very hard decision because yeah. I hadn't seen my family in four years. We just arrived. And anyway, because of the pandemic, there was no way we would be able to leave the country right away like this either because you have to, at that time, it was really hard to travel. So yeah. we had to pass mm-hmm. on that. And I was kind of sad. We had to pass. And I'm like, oh, you know, if they call us, if they had called us, they have called us, you know, so fast, there are going to be more babies. Right. Nope. <laughs> it took us, yeah, it took us nine months again to have another match because, like I said, you have to be chosen. Somebody has to look at your profile, find you attractive, like as a family, and want to talk to you. And it happened again when we went on vacation. <laughs> so if I'd known, mm. I would have gone on vacation again. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went on vacation again. This time, but we were in the country. We we're not out of the country. We were just in, in New Orleans with my my mom, my brother. And we had a call. We have a baby for you. And this time it wasn't, you know, we want to introduce you. This time it was, this lady chose you. She really wants, she really wants you guys. So we spoke with her on the phone. Uh, we introduced each, uh, each other. And after, for, she was already like seven months. And after for like the whole pregnancy, we were talking every day on the phone, every day. We got really, really close. And mm-hmm. she even wanted me to be there for the birth. And the day I was leaving, because uh, she was due like in a week. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go a week. Because she was living three hours away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go a week before. I'm going to work from a, from a hotel. This way, when she's ready, I'm going to j- just be like five minutes away from the hospital. Yeah. The day I was supposed to leave to go there, the baby arrived. Oh, <laughs> Wow. My little girl was such in a hurry. She couldn't wait one more week or 12 more hours. So I missed the birth. Unfortunately, uh, with Pascal, we drove like maniac for three hours to go to the hospital. And, you know, when they tell you, you know, the baby is there, I was like, oh. because you think, you know, it's not your baby. So I was a bit worried at the beginning also. I was like, oh, am I going to love her the same, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because she wasn't in my belly, you know, I already have a child, so I already know what it is to have a child, right? Yeah. So I'm like, am I going to love her? I don't know if I'm going to love her the same. Girl, as soon as I saw her, love at first sight. Me and Pascal, love. And then they, mm. they put her in this little, you know, little burrito, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. I with a little hat with a bonnet. She was so she was mm-hmm. so small, so cute. Pascal held her for like seven hours straight. And uh and from there uh start another challenge because you actually have to wait for the birth mother to actually relinquish her, her right. And that can take a while. It can take she can do it right away, she can do it. Three days later, she has she has like three weeks to do it. And mm-hmm. the agency is clear on that, you know. Until she signs, you're the babysitters. You're not the parents. So they ah, tell you, mm-hmm. when you go to the hospital, don't bring your family. Don't, you know, celebrate like you had a baby. Don't do that because it's actually a difficult time also for the birth mother because she's, you know, she's going to say goodbye to her, to her child. Yeah. So it's a good... Oh. You know, it's a good, um, it's a good news for you, but it's not good for her. So, yes, for sure. Of course, you have to be, you know, very mindful of that. 
Um, so we didn't, of course, we so didn't do that. How, so you were like during that time, like, can you, could you feel like 100% relaxed or no? You could always like, no. what if she does that? What yeah, if she no, changes her not mind? Not at all. No, mm-hmm. no, no. She, she, she assured us several times, you know, I'm not going to change my mind. You know, I know I'm not fit to raise a kid right now because I don't have the means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I chose you for a reason. You're really the kind of family I want for my child. So she really assured us. But you never know, you know, when you see the baby, something happened in you, right? Mm-hmm. When it's your yeah. kid, something happens as a mother. She can change her mind. And... She said goodbye to the baby. It was really, really, really emotional. Really emotional. We cried. We, we, you know, we held each other. You know, we hugged each other in the room, and it was really emotional. The whole staff was like, "What is going on?" They couldn't understand what was, what was going on. Oh, they, they didn't know. The, I mean, no, they, they. I think they knew it was an adoption. I think they thought it was um, that she was a uh, um, um, surrogate. Surrogate. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought she was a surrogate, and we said, "No, no, no, no. We, she's uh, she's uh, placing a, a child with us." So, no, for like uh, because she didn't, so she didn't sign right away. So because she was mm-hmm. tired and everything, and the agency didn't want to, the agency didn't want to harass her. Like, uh-huh. are you gonna sign the paper? No, they don't want to do that. That's not their okay. job. So, which I think is really nice. Uh, so they let her take her arrest, and the thing is, it's weird because you go to the hospital, you know. With nothing, and you live with a baby. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. The day after, baby was good, and twenty-four hours later, you know, you live with a baby, and a baby that you never met before. You know, but I knew she was mine. As soon as I saw her, I knew she was mine, and so we left. But for a week, I didn't even tell. I didn't even tell everybody. I only tell, told my close friends. So Sylvia was one of the person who did a, a testimony for me. So of course she knew, but only my family and close friends knew about about the, the the adoption. But not everybody knew because I didn't know if I was going to keep her. Mm-hmm. You know, if, she, if the birth mother changed her mind and yeah. said, "Actually, I want her back," yeah, you go. You know, she could have her back. And but after a week, the agency contacted us and, she, and they said, "Okay, she signed the paperwork. She had increased her." Um, you know, her uh, rights, but now it has to be filed by the court in Sacramento. And that can take up to, um, I think, like six, seven weeks, something like that. And during that time, she can change her mind. She can go to the court and say, you know, oh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to to place my, my child anymore, right? So... But she didn't do that. She didn't do that. Thank God. So after, uh, yeah, after that, uh, it takes, oh, after you have to do a lot of paperwork again. And the whole process took us like a year. And after a year, um, we went to court and we signed the paperwork with the judge. And officially, you know. And after we saw the judge, it was all official. So we are finally the parents of uh, Naomi. She was bring, she was um, part of our family officially, even though she was part of the family already for like a year already. But yeah, mm-hmm. she was part of our family. It was very, very emo- emotional. The judge was really nice. And he asked us, do you want to take a picture? Because I wanted to take a picture in the court, but I didn't know uh-huh. if he could. 
So, uh, but I was happy and then he asked and we all posed for the picture with the judge, you know, with the American flag in the back. It was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good picture. And we're a happy family. And so, yeah, so I recommend, you know, for people who wants to adopt, to look at all um, the, the way to adopt. There's a lot of way to adopt. You can do, so like I said, international, although they have changed the rules a little bit now because of COVID and even, and also because some countries now, they want you to, they want the, um, the children to be adopted by people from their country first, and mm -hmm. then they will open to other countries. So it can take more time. Uh, or you can do foster to adopt, which is, uh, I think, the easiest way and also the um, the cheaper way because adopting can be very cost costly. Yeah. So if you do foster to adopt, you know, you you can uh, contact your um, local agency or local, um, uh, uh, how do you call that? It's um, the agency, you know, for the uh, foster for the foster kids. And they uh -huh. will, or you can go online and they even have picture of those children. They have, they have uh, a list uh, of children ready to be uh, adopted or to be placed in foster care. <coughs> um, so that will be the route. But mm -hmm. most of the time also those uh, children are a bit older. So if people really want maybe like a baby or uh, wants to be sure to keep um, to keep the child to be adopted, the best way, I think, is to do private adoption. And that mm -hmm. can be costly, like I said earlier. But you can check with your own prior. Sometimes, you know, they, they cover the cost of the uh, of the adoption. Uh, that can get uh, very costly between twenty to $40,000, you know, for the adoption. Um, yeah. And also, we did, I, didn't, I didn't do foster to adopt because I didn't want after a year to have to leave the kid, you know, like the, the mom is ready to, is, she's back on her feet and she's like, okay, I'm ready to take care of my kid. Yeah. I really wanted to, yeah, I really wanted to to add to our family. But yeah. some people, you know, I think for start, for start to adopt is a, is a good way to start. Um, and yeah, so, so yeah, the, the difficult part to do a private adoption is the waiting part, you know. Uh, you have to do a ton of paperwork, but that's good because they have to check that you're a good person, a good couple to adopt. Uh, but uh, yeah, the worst is to to wait that somebody is going to choose you. And mm -hmm. actually, when, when you do those kind of uh, adoption, the you pay the the agency usually that you pay for three years. It's good for, for three, three, two to three years, because they know it can take. They, they tell you usually it takes uh, it can take up to two years. So usually mm -hmm. within a year you can find you can have a baby, but it can take more than that. And sometimes I go on the website and I check, you know, and I see some parents that starting at the same time as us, they're still waiting. They haven't been chosen yet. And some I see saying, you know, oh, match. So I'm very happy when I see that and say, oh, they've been matched. So that's very nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's the adoption part. Uh, so now our baby, she's like 15, 15, 16 months old now. She's walking, she's talking. Um, yeah. we are, so California is, they do what they call open adoption. So it's good to stay in contact. They say it's good to stay in contact with the birth, you know, the birth mother. So she has uh -huh. some contact with her birth mother. Um, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Because no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hide the fact, the fact that she's adopted, right? We're gonna tell her 
as soon as she can understand, we're going to know. Or if she has question, we're going to tell her she's, she's adopted. We're not going to wait until she's 18 on her birthday and say, hey, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> like they used to do in the 50s, you know, <laughs> hiding that until the end. Yeah. No, <laughs> and anyway, no. yeah, and everybody around us knows she's adopted. So even the kids, so maybe one of the kids can make a mistake one day and say, oh, by the way, you know, you're adopted. So you don't want that. No. Um, no. Ah, so, she should know. Yeah. Right. She's, yeah. No-brainer. Yeah. She should know. Wow. How exactly. interesting. Yeah. It's like a lot of people don't know. Like, and mm -hmm. it, also, it's different from country to country. I have a friend who they've been trying for like mm -hmm. five years in Brazil and still nothing. And there, everything goes through the government. There's no like private was... private agencies. It's all through the government. So it it takes forever. There's no and... private agency. There's mm -hmm. no, you cannot, you cannot, you can't like hire a, a, a lawyer and you can, you know, act on your behalf because you can do that here no. also. You can have a lawyer. No, no, there is all public through public, through the government. So it takes forever. And there's so many kids who are in need, you know, like yeah. it's just, it's insane how hard they make. And my friend has been waiting forever and she's just like, yeah, I don't know what to do. It's like so no all these kids are in foster care, or what's the what's they the system? To, How does this work? Um, they don't have foster care, I think, in Brazil. I remember it was like the orphanage. Yeah, I think that's where they orphanage. Go to. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just I don't know. Isn't it better to be to have a family than to be in, in orphanage? Seriously, yeah, I don't understand right? that. Or like churches, you because know, like I... the nuns take care of the babies. But yeah, I I don't know why they make it hard. Exactly, like. There's a lot of kids yeah. in need. There are a lot of like kids, children who live on the streets there. It's not like you hear in the US, oh. you see homeless adults. There you see children. Yes. With uh, children, you know, their yeah. parents and everything. But still, they make it very hard to adopt. Because so, I even look for Brazil, you know, when I was trying to adopt, I was, uh, um, I checked uh, the country of Brazil. And they mm -hmm. even make it difficult to adopt from international. You have international. to go there mm -hmm. and live there for six months. Really? To know the oh, kid and everything. God. Yeah, you have to be to, to be in the country for six months. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if you have a job uh, where you cannot work from your computer, how are you going to do that? How are you going to support your family if you have to be in yeah. Brazil for six months? So it's, it's a lot to ask. So makes it yeah, impossible make it, almost, make it right? Difficult. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not sure why. And but... that's too bad because there's so many kids who need a family. So yeah, it's bad. Oh, well, I think uh, well, so I, think I hope the good, best huh? for your friend. Oh, I hope the best you. for your friend. I hope she can, you know, have a baby soon. Yeah. Um, I hope so, too. If not, maybe she should. I mean, that's a bit stupid to to try, you know, to... Um, Inter to like international? Adopt. Yeah, bro, when there's so many kids in your own country, yeah. right? Yeah, how insane is that? That's, but... that's five years is a long time waiting. Mm -hmm. You want to tell me in yeah, five years yeah. there was no kid to adopt, really? Yeah. Just the bureaucracy is insane. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, you're lucky All right. that everything worked out smoothly. But the US is different, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a different... yeah. No, it's very different in the in, in the US. It's like a very really old machine. It's all you know. Everything is ready for you to adopt. Mm -hmm. Paperwork. Yeah, the website. There's a lot of agencies, and they're used to it. And oh, also I forgot to mention. You also have what they call facilitators. So while uh -huh. I was waiting, 
Um, I thought the time was taking a bit long. And so I look online and you have people called facilitators. They're not lawyers. They're not an mm-hmm. agency. They're just people who know about the law and then they know they have like contact and they can find you babies. And oh, when they, they're in contact with agent with a lot of agencies, and when they find a birth mother, they contact the birth mother, they contact you, and then they put you in contact with the agent. And after you go through the agency for all the paperwork and everything, okay? You just don't yeah. go to the birth mother directly. But they put you in contact with the birth mother, and the one I found, she had a whole website, and she had so many birth mothers. And you can just check, and you're like, okay, oh, I like the profile of this baby, you know? And you put yeah. your name, and she presents you. And oh, you can go website like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was doing that, you know, at the same time I was with the agency. And I was, I'm just waiting the first one, you know, can find me a match. And, you know, I'll take it. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, in America, they're very... Uh, <laughs> efficient. Huh? They're very efficient. Very efficient, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, for people who want to adopt also very fast, when I was looking through also, China is the most quickest way to adopt. You can mm. adopt a baby in China in six months. It's very fast. They're also six very months. efficient over there. They do everything for you. It's the most costly though. It's kind of, of a, kind of expensive to to uh, adopt in China, but you can have a baby within a, like less than a year because they have a lot little girls also. A lot of little girls, you know, to mm-hmm. adopt over there. So also, wow. you know, another way to um to look at, you know, another. Yeah, other possibility. Another yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so if you guys have questions about adoption, you know, you can contact me. Yeah, she knows it all. Veronique knows all about it. <laughs> yeah, let us know because we went through a lot and it was a very interesting journey for sure. Very interesting. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thank you for listening. You have a good day and we see you and talk to you soon again. Talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to High Vibes and a Mic. Until next time, laugh hard, stay silly, and never forget to bring your sense of humor. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest.